<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not an I, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. I'd rather go back and talk to my younger self. Mm -hmm. uh, so what age would you go to? I'd probably go back to fifth grade. Yeah. Damn. Um. And so I was probably about nine or so, nine or ten years. With nine-year-old fifth grade Katrina, listen to 40-year-old Trina now. Probably. Because I go back right to that moment when I realized, because I was at fifth grade graduation. Mm. I was the only kid at fifth grade graduation that had no parents there. Mm. Nobody was there. And I never forgot that. I've never forgotten that. And it was the way I felt. Um, it's always just kind of stuck with me, you know? Um, and so I go back and talk to like my fifth grade self and just be like, yeah, this kind of sucks, but. You're all right. You're going to make it. You're going to be something great. Mm -hmm. um, you might not know it now. And even though it hurts and you feel like that right now, you're going to be all right. The joy of children laughing. These are makings of you. It is true. The makings of you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, beautiful people. I'm your host, Drake, B. Drake with Everything Culture, and we're back with another Makings of You. And we have the pleasure of introducing Katrina with y'all today. Katrina, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I can't complain. Can't complain. Okay. Okay. And I just asked if you listen to the show. Y'all, she have it. And you know, we okay with that, with the Makings of You. We like someone that's fresh, you know? We get into it. But we go get to know... A bit more about Katrina, background, upbringing, perspective on life, because this is the makings of her. So throughout this process, Katrina, if you have any questions, you can ask me now. But okay. it's gonna, we just got a list of questions. It's about 30 of them. 30 questions. I'm rolling with it. I'm rolling with it. Mm -hmm. Let's see what happens. All right. All right. Um, I got some tissue if needs some. It may not. We not, I mean, we're not. I, 
I don't know. Let's get some on deck just in case. Okay, I don't I'll know. Grabs on the moment. But really, this is just a conversation about you. I'm telling you. Ain't nobody can tell us about Katrina like Katrina can tell us about Katrina. And is that what you like to go by today? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Only my friends call me Trina. Okay, Trina. Well, I'm going to keep it. Well, we will keep it Katrina. And maybe by the end of this, we may be at the Trina level, okay? Okay, that's so, what happens. And you can hit me, you, you know, I know you know the first name, the full government, but you can hit me with this Drake on here, you know, that's how we do it, but let's go, to, let's get into it, so. Let's go. First question. Katrina, how would you describe yourself? Hmm. I feel like I would describe myself as a person that has a tough exterior, Mm. But I'm really soft and squishy inside. But you got to peel back the layers, you know. Um, when you have to grow up like I did, you gotta you gotta be able to survive. So you gotta be tough. Um, but I'm a I'm a giving individual. I love people, so people like to take advantage of that, though. You ain't lying about that, but we appreciate it. So, what cultures do you represent? Um, what cultures do I represent? It's a good question. That is a good question. And I rarely get a little bit stumped because I'm like, I got a lot. <laughs> um, I think, and I know this is going to sound crazy. I think I just am a representation of myself. Mm. I am the culture of me. Ooh. I haven't met anybody quite like me. Um, and I think that that's what I'm going to go with today. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Okay. Okay. So where are you from? Where do you represent? Where am I from? I'm a Washingtonian. I am born and raised in the 206 in Seattle, born in the Central District, mm. raised in the South End. Mm. And, you know, after that, I kind of was a little bit everywhere. But I am from the Emerald City. Oh, oh okay. Represent. Love it. Love it. Love it. I, I see why she got that green in the back. Green. Okay. <laughs> the green is my color from the Emerald City, born on St. Patrick's Day. You know, so, yeah, green. Okay, we got some B day coming up. B day coming up. Okay, since we talking about birthdays, we got next two questions. Go hit on those. So, you know, I'm from the south. This is always a hard question for me. But do you mind sharing your age with us? I am 40 years old. I'll be 41 on the 17th. Love it, love it, love it. So, what is your sign? I'm a Pisces, baby. Okay, okay. <laughs> Water. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fish, that good, like yeah. slow to anger. But when that other one comes out, boy, it's out. But it takes a lot to push me. You got to really keep on pushing before you send me over the edge. Okay. I was say, I know another Pisces. You you don't act like the rest of the Pisces. I know some of them are pretty much passive, but you, you stand up for yourself. Uh, yes. Yeah, I yeah. am not a doormat <laughs> at all. Okay. I love it. But thank you again. Once again, if y'all are tuning in right now, we are listening. Well, you are listening 
or watching the makings of Katrina. Thank y'all for being here. So, how would you define your childhood and upbringing? Well, there were good moments, um, but I grew up kind of rough. Um, both of my parents had substance use um, disorder. Um, I grew up in and out of shelters and things like that. Um, sometimes having a lack of food, um, you know, going with my mom to the food bank and things like that, seeing a lot of um, violence in the home. But then on the flip side of that, having grandparents that um, were affluent individuals, kind of like, I didn't understand why I did have to go through some of the things I, I went through. Mm. Um, so we go on like camping trips and, and things like that. Um, you know, so, but it was rough. It was rough. Um, the central district now is not the central district. Like when I grew up where there was lots of gangs and violence and, and all that sort of kind of stuff. It's, we didn't have no whole foods. Mm. Yeah, I always find that unique from me being new to the area I'm on right near. Um, I remember when I first moved here, people was like, I say, you know, I came here, I remember the movers. I was like, so where the hood at? They're like, you in it. You in it. I like when I turned the corner, I was like, oh, he in the hood. It feels hood adjacent now, but when I started communicating with more um uh, Seattleites um about the community and the rapid um, gentrification, I started learning more like, ah, uh, okay, this is like, honestly, historically black. And mm -hmm. I can imagine how difficult it is to see that transition because now it's, it's not it that. It is not that. <laughs> it is not that. I mean, and believe it or not, I mean, Seattle, like, I mean, I grew up in the inner city, so it was all, all I saw was black folks where I was, right? But Seattle has only really been about seven or 8% black, but mm -hmm. how do we account for 67% of the folks, um, you know, in jail and stuff like that would only be in 7%. So there is that. Disproportionality. We, we talk about that quite a bit on everything culture, but Back to you. What were the roles of your caregivers coming up? Um, when I got shipped off to Bellevue, because, um, uh, you know, both of my parents kind of checked out of parenthood in about fifth grade. When I was in about fifth grade, so I got shipped out to Bellevue after I almost got my head blown off by the Seattle Police Department when they did a, um, when they raided my, my, my house. Um, moved out to Bellevue, culture shock. I was like, where are the black people? Um, and so my stepdad, my little sister's dad, he was a provider. He worked all the time because he ended up having to take in three kids that weren't his own, which are my other siblings. Um, you know, so. Wow. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Once again, anytime you need me to pause anything, let me know. But these are the same questions we ask everyone. But okay. we do appreciate your transparency with us. And actually, nine next questions, you know, do you have any siblings and where do you fall with your sibling? I do have 
several siblings, but my mom only has four kids. Um, my oldest brother, rest in peace, um, he passed away in 2013 um, from a drug overdose. Um, and then there's my big sister, uh, who's only a year and a half older than me. And then I fall in line and then I have a little sister. But my dad was, um, you know, he was a rolling stone. So he had lots of extra kids. Totally understand that. <laughs> I got, got one of those as well. But we do appreciate you once again, transparency and sharing the family and the siblings. So you kind of like, are you? Are you I'm in the middle. Oh, but I said, you're in the middle. I okay. thought it was going to be the baby. And then all of a sudden I ended up with a little sister and. That was that was that. <laughs> It'd be like that sometime. It's okay. It's okay. So what was your first sense of responsibility? Um I think I've always felt a sense of responsibility ever since I can remember. Um because I was always the athletic one in my family. So my mom would always have me go with her um, to like get food and do all these other sort of kind of things. We didn't have one, but I was also the person that um, would end up running the drugs and the money back and forth too. So I always had a sense of responsibility. Mm. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How did you feel about your education in your life? I felt like if I had the a support system that I would be in a different place. Um, I was a really good basketball player, uh, but I didn't make the, the greatest choices. Mm. Uh, and so I let my scholarship go when I probably should have gone on to play ball in college mm, thank you thank you thank you um was it only basketball you played i mean i played basketball i played softball um and things like that but basketball was my was my sport did not know that okay yeah. you still got it in you i do actually <laughs> i i do and i coached for many years um Lots of kids will call me Coach K. I coached through Metro Parks in Tacoma for years. Um, and I coached um, AAU basketball for boys and girls. So, Okay, okay. Thank you, Katrina. Thank you. So what was your first job? Taxable job. <laughs> My first job was at this factory called American Linen. And I think I was getting paid like $6 an hour or something like that. It was, that was crazy. I, I didn't even get my first job till I was 18. Okay. okay. I was going to say, um, I don't think people understand. Like when I be thinking of my first job was 515 or something like that. Uh, uh. And it's still, in many ways, still 725 or 7 something in Texas. But uh. Yeah, down south and it's. In Virginia, it's still yeah. like that, too. Yes, yes, yes. So, how were you disciplined growing up? Well, my dad didn't believe in uh, whoopings, so he we didn't get any of those from him. Um, my mom, 
I would say every now and then. So I didn't get like spankings and whoopings like that. Um, my stepdad definitely served out a few of those. Okay. All well deserved. Um, you know, I was, you know, I was a little bit wild. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it didn't kill me. It made me stronger. <laughs> hey, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. So what are and what were your beliefs? As it pertains to what? Opening the question. My beliefs. I mean, I'm a Christian. Um, you know, I believe in God. Um, I believe that he is my Lord and Savior, and I would not be here without him. Um, although, you know, we had to have some tough conversations because I'd be like, why? <laughs> why are you giving me two parents like this? Mm. Um, but, so, but, uh, and so, I mean, I believe in God. I believe that you should treat people the way you want to be treated. Um, and I believe that, um, you should love on people. Mm. So that's how, I, that's kind of how I try to live through this world. It make it hard sometimes. Ooh. Ooh. We can talk a whole. Welcome to Everything Culture, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is a strong reason why we do what we do here. Um, it's a great need. Uh, I would say one of my favorite songs is Stevie Wonder, Love is Me, Need of Love. And it's so real. Yeah. Um, goodness. I think that's what's wrong with a lot of people. It's a lack of love. Um, if you've never been genuinely loved, you know, and I think those people, it's hard for a lot of people to even see that someone genuinely cares for them because they're so used to people treating them badly or treating them a certain way that when they have genuine people in their life, they don't even know how to receive it. Mm. Um, and and that goes for like relationships and, and whatnot. Like you be like, I pray to have a good woman or man or whatever and you have one in your face and you don't even know what to do with them when they're there maybe you should have you know really did a little more nuts and bolts when you were praying and got real specific because you got what you asked for and you don't even know what to do with it <laughs> mm. look at you sharing your clip for the episode <laughs> the intro okay okay let's go let's go oh thank you thank you katrina um next question what well, who has been the biggest influence in your life? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I've just had like lots of people along the way. Um, I don't really feel like there's any one person that has stuck for a long enough time to really like influence me. Mm. Um, in in and really change the way I think and the way I, you know what? That's not true. My ex-wife was actually, a, she made me a little bit um, softer. Mm. I would say that. Cause I mean, my mouth used to be real cutthroat. Um, <laughs> and so I would say that she didn't receive that well. And so um, it made me do like some uh, in-depth analysis with myself and really change how I speak to people. Mm. Um, 
because words actually hurt and uh, and sometimes it's the tone um of what you're saying and things like that and so i would say that that is one of the things that and it changed me for the better um especially in like the world and the jobs and the things that i do now um and so i'd say that okay. love it love it love it thank you thank you how you feeling I'm good. I'm chilling. I like it. All right. All right. See, we rolling. We rolling. So, hobbies. What do you have and how did you get into them? Uh, So, one of my hobbies is traveling. I like to travel. I like to go somewhere. I like to chase the sun Mm because clearly we don't have none right now. Um, And I'm always cold. So I like to chase the sun and experience different places. And wherever I go, I was like, well, where is the hood? And that's where I want to go. I want to I want to be where the real people at. And I don't want to see all the touristy stuff. That's great. blah. But take me where the real people at. And you're going to find real people in the hood. So that's why I like to go to the hood. Um, And my other uh, hobby is shoes. I have quite an extensive shoe collection. I've heard. Okay, okay, okay. How did you get into that? You know, I grew up not having things um, and always seeing other people with like these fly shoes and things like that and Jordans, knowing that um, it was not a reality for me to have those. Um, And so when I could uh, begin to afford those things, that's what I wanted. Mm, love, um, it. Yeah. love it. Thank you. Thank you. So this is like a three-parter right here. So can you give us three recommendations? Give us a recommendation for a book, a movie, and a television series. What do you recommend for people? Like right now? Like, hey, this is your this is your episode. So, this is the making of the no, I got to watch like gritty TV. Like that BMF is giving me life right now. Um, I'm waiting for Power Book 2 to come back. Um, you know, I, I like real gritty, you know, like The Wire and all that mm-hmm. sort of kind of stuff. Um, so it was, let me see. TV series. So that's what I would go for TV series. Those two. Okay. Okay. And as far as a book, I don't know. I, love I this think part. I'm reading a couple of books right now, so I'm really which one? We can come but back I th- to. I, you know what? I think my favorite book still is the one by Michael Bennett. Um. Things that make uh, white people uncomfortable at the mm. kitchen table. Mm. Okay, okay. You definitely go add this to the list. And so that that would be my book. And what was the last one? Movie. You know, I did just watch that Creed three. Ah. And it was it was actually pretty fire to be perfectly honest okay okay you put something brand new out there yeah i mean i just went to go see it when it came out it was great i mean other than that i mean i am a whitney houston lover that's that's my person and yes i cried i was in mourning about nippy and all the things so 
The Bodyguard, I probably watched it like 200 times, like literally. Um, Waiting to Exhale, everything, Whitney Houston, I'm going to watch it. Um, yeah. Okay, okay. See, <laughs> so you are you you getting to some things already. Okay, okay. But thank you. Yeah. All right. So, if you had a magic phone, and you can call three people, it doesn't matter if you met them before. It doesn't matter if they're real or fictional, here or gone. But three people, who three people? Who, who, who will be the three that you'll call? Listen, the first person I'm calling would have to be my brother. Mm. Um, yeah, because that, I don't think I still recovered from that, and it's been 10 years. Because um, it's like a part of you is gone, right? And you can't ever get it back when you lose a sibling. Um, and I was the person that got the phone call. and so. Um, it's kind of just like going through this life, like without him, but like experiencing all these things and these plans we had to travel together. Um, so I just want to just like call him and be like, bro, I just went here. It was crazy. Um, you would love it. Uh, so definitely my brother. Um, and I would say the second person would actually be my grandpa. Cause I felt like had my grandpa not passed away from a heart attack while on I-5, maybe my life wouldn't have been as hard as it ended up being. Because um, the the pillar in our family was like no longer there. And I think that it just made everything crumble. Um, and even though the majority of both sides of my family, on my mom's side and my dad's side is here, I feel like I don't have no family. Mm. Um, so, uh -huh. and the last person would have to be Whitney. What's up? I'm calling Whitney. <laughs> Come on, Nippy. Let's chop it up. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Katrina. Once again, for our listeners, our viewers, you're tuning in to the makings of Katrina with Everything Culture. Y'all make sure to like. Leave a comment, share, let us know how you feel. You know, Katrina will be back on the show. I'm letting y'all already letting y'all know now. I'm learning more and more about them. So I'm so grateful to do so. So this has been an absolute pleasure. And, back. And, we, and we rolling. And our next question, what has been an impactful moment in your life? I'd probably have to say the most impactful moment in my life is probably when my cousin was killed by the police because it changed the whole trajectory of my life, actually. Um, I went to school to be a nurse and clearly after she passed away, um, my life changed and I started doing a lot of advocacy work and, and, and policy work with changing laws and th things that I never thought that I would be doing um and like uh doing police reform nationally and internationally like life was threatened in Jamaica that was kind of scary um 
and the uh, U.S. ambassador had to assure my safety while I was there in Kingston. Mm-hmm. That was kind of crazy. Um, yeah, agree. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of crazy. But I think that um, that was like a pivotal moment in my life. I don't think I would be doing any of that sort of kind of stuff um, had my cousin not been murdered. But I was going to be a hospice nurse because I do love people. I think that there's something special about being able to be there and assist people um, when they're in their final stages of life. Transition. Yeah. Wow. I don't know how y'all feeling, but I've been knowing Katrina a little bit, a little bit over a year now. And I'm just like, this is my really getting to know you more. I'm happy to have this conversation with you. Seriously. Thank you. Um, Yeah. So what's your theme song? My thing. <laughs> you when you getting up going and you rolling, you you lacing up the sneaks, you know, you getting everything together for the day. If your life was a sitcom, what would be the song that come on when you out making you it happen? <laughs> Don't judge me. Um but E forty function. I just be out here trying to function. I just be out here trying to function. That's it. I'm just out here trying to function. I love it. Love it. All right. <laughs> I know it's crazy, but if there's something about it. I'd be like, yeah, I'm just. No, I'm rocking with it. I'm rocking with it. Show. So how do you define joy? I don't know. Mm. I don't. I think I'm just now finally getting to a place where I might even be able to begin to experience joy. I deal with so much tragedy and heartache and pain. I don't know that I actually really know what that is. Mm. Wow. Wow. Oof. You know what? We're going to pause right there and we're going to come right back. Hey, what's going on? It's your host, Drake. Be Drake with everything culture. Just want to butt in real quick and ask for y'all support. Now y'all know I greatly appreciate all the love that you're showing listening to the show. But I have to ask, could y'all please leave us a review? And if you don't know how to leave a review, don't worry. I got you. You can go to Apple Podcasts, find everything culture. Make sure to click on the name of the show. Scroll down to where you see ratings or reviews. Please hit that five stars or just leave your honest opinion. Then right under that, you can drop us a review. Um, Leave a subject line, the catchier, the better. And just tell us how you feel. That goes a long way with supporting us. But let's say you don't have an iPhone. What should you do then? We got you with that too. You can go right over to Spotify, find everything culture again, and you just want to hit on the ellipses at the top right, and it will pop up where you can rate the show. They see, there you go, there you have it. Now make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and anywhere else you may listen to everything culture. Um, we greatly appreciate your support. We love y'all, and let's get back to the conversation. Let's get back to the show. Peace. Back into it. Yes, we are. So, what artist, <laughs> what talent would you like to have? And who's that artist? 
So what's the talent and who's the artist? Singing. Whitney Houston. Of course. Okay. 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 Uh, Definitely. Well, if I could sing, listen. Telling you. See, I always say Luther Van. Not not Luther, not Luther. Let me bring that Luther, Big Luther. See, see, I it, it, I see. I'm gonna go with Big because I always had a big. I've been big, big, big spirit. But it would have been. Oh my gosh. Why is that name slipping right in front of my? Oh what? His daddy was in the OJ's. Oh, you talking about? Uh... You real black? Cause you look at you snapping like they go help us out. Oh. But he, but he's still alive. But the, but the son. Oh, yeah, both these sons are done. Levert. Levert, yeah. Levert. Uh, Gerald Levert. Gerald Levert. I always wanted his voice, but oh, Gerald. Oh, yeah. <laughs> see, see. Yeah. But you know, God didn't want to give us these voices for reasons because you know, no telling what we'll be right now. I know I would, but we ain't talking about me. We talking about Katrina. <laughs> I don't. No, but in the back of my head, I'd have been like, mm, I'd have been singing sweet nothings to these. I'd have been see, a whole see, man. See, whole see and, and, that's, and that's my thing. Just, 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 <laughs> just to do it. Just to do it. It's like having another type of superpower. I so. think so. Yes, which is probably why I didn't get that. Yeah. So, and that, that could be throwing a question. If you had a superpower, what would it be? See the future. Mm. Like clairvoyance or just uh, like I see it, but I, I can't change it or anything like that, but I could I could just see it. Mm. That's deep, that's deep. Okay, okay, okay. What privileges do you benefit from? I am a black woman. We don't come with privileges. Um, and so I don't think I've been afforded any privileges. Um, but I do believe that I have made a way to be able to access things which were not once um available to me. Mm. Mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And what areas in your life do you need to heal? <laughs> Everything. Um, <laughs> uh, I would definitely say I am on a healing journey right now. Um, I'm healing from brokenness, um, from that feeling of I was never enough or good enough. Um, healing from the, the pressures and the weights that I put on myself mm. and that others put on me. Um, so I think that those are like the biggest things um, that I'm healing from. Uh, I think that living life in broken pieces is not, you know, I don't want to do it anymore. Um, I want to have boundaries. Um, people don't respect those boundaries then that means they ultimately don't respect me um and so yeah mm, thank you who represents your community of support who represents my community of support? 
works. Um, I don't feel like I had a community. I am support. Um, I've been that person supporting other people um, for a very long time. Um, and it's it comes at a cost. Um, and If you were wealthy beyond all means, money was not an issue, but you have to have one career. You got to do one thing. What would you do? And everything else in the world was still the way it is. Everything is still the way it is. But you but you had the, the wealth that you can do whatever you wanted to do, help out whoever you want to help. But you had to have one career doing something. But what would you want to do? Anything that you set your mind to. I would still be doing advocacy work. Mm -hmm. I would still be... I think... You see, this is the problem. The problem is people get money, right? Right. And they forget who they were. Mm -hmm. They forget where they come from. And they forget just because you have something doesn't mean that everybody else has that, right? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't also mean that everybody wants something from you. Mm. Um, and so I would still be fighting for the everyday individual that doesn't have what they need to thrive. Mm. Um, and so I would probably still be doing what I'm doing now, doing police reform work, um, you know, advocating for folks, um, with food insecurity, um, you know, if you're not doing, you know, the last will be first and the first will be last. So, and he said what he said, he meaning God. So I'm just saying, so helping folks is what you should be doing. You cannot take it with you. <laughs> you can't take any of that money with you. So why not help people? I love that. Love that. Once again, there's no right or wrong answers here on the makings of the UK. It's the makings of Katrina right here. But I love that response right there. Let me tell you that. Um, and thank you. Thank you again. So when did you realize you were different? I always knew I was different. I didn't understand why I was different. Um, but I always knew I was different. Um, and it comes at a cost being different. Um, people don't. They rarely understand you <laughs> um, for being different. And also, um, there's a certain sort of kind of loneliness that comes with that. Um, and so I've always felt alone. Mm -hmm. um, I've always felt like I never had like a tribe. Like I never felt like I had like people. Um, I never felt like I had a family and all my family's here. Um, and I just knew that it just was what it was. Thank you. Oh, I know building community is something different, but oh, I, 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 I empathize heavily. So. 
Let's say that. Let's say that. So this question here is uh would you is it what is it would you rather or either or? I think we'd go with would you rather. Okay. Would you rather go back in time and speak to your younger self or have your future self and come and come and talk to you now? I'd rather go back and talk to my younger self. Mm -hmm. uh, so what age would you go to? I'd probably go back to fifth grade. Yeah. Um, and so I was probably about nine or so, nine or ten years. With nine-year-old fifth grade Katrina, listen to forty-year-old Trina now. Probably, because I go back right to that moment when I realized, because I was at fifth grade graduation. Mm. I was the only kid at fifth grade graduation that had no parents. Nobody was there. And I never forgot that. I've never forgotten that. And it was the way I felt. Um, it's always just kind of stuck with me, you know. Um, and so I go back and talk to like my fifth grade self and just be like, yeah, this kind of sucks, but you're all right. You're going to make it. You're going to be something great. Mm -hmm. Um you might not know it now, and even though it hurts and you feel like that right now, you're gonna be all right. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that one kind of stuck. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, you know, I, I, I we just had this conversation last night with my community group on um, on TikTok, and someone's like, "Brother, something happened to me in kindergarten." And someone like you still holding on to it. I like it's not like I choose to hold on to it, right. you know. But it did impact me a certain way. Um, and it, and that's why I get the question: Is that when did you realize you were different? It was right at that moment. It was like, okay, I didn't know that was a problem, you know, or didn't know right. this thing, but it, or that's it, it. I felt different. So yeah, thank you for sharing that moment with us. You know, we you know we always offer hugs, like, <laughs> but like we tell yeah. you, it's always helpful. That one kind of, I don't know, that one kind of pinched my heart a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. It's the makings of you. Welcome to Everything Culture. Some people get on me about that, but I'm, I'm this is what we do. We got to get to know one another. So thank you again. So yeah. how do you relax? <laughs> is there such a thing? Um, vacations. Vacations. Okay. Vacations. And you know what's so crazy? I like to go on vacations just because I can take a load off and, you know, my phone's still going to ring. Um, I just got to decide whether I'm going to answer it or not. Mm. But even just coming home without my phone and just watching TV, not having to cook nothing for nobody, not having to cater to nobody, not having to do anything for anybody would be relaxation. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I hope you send this to your people, you know, your, anybody in your near area, 
let them know, hey, you deserve it. That's all I'm letting y'all know. She deserves it, okay? All right, okay. My favorite question. If you can have a meal at the snap of your fingers, anything you can eat, anything you want, what would it be and who would prepare it for you? Mm. Now, it only could be one meal, but whatever in that meal, that's you. But anytime, okay, you know, I'm in the mood for this again, okay? This is what I want. And the whole spread? Whole spread. Whole spread, yes. I gotta go with my soul food. I I gotta have my greens, my baked macaroni and cheese, my yams. I need, like, Thanksgiving on demand sometimes. That's basically what I need. I need the dressing, not stuffing. Mm, Say that. Dressing. There's a difference. Hey, we'll take it back to season one. You know? Of everything culture. (laughs) That was was a legit question. We used to ask, do you eat dressing or stuffing? And people used to be like, it's the same thing. No, 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 that's just like saying pumpkin pie and sweet potato Mm. pie. Same thing. It's not. Mm. There is a difference, a big one. She made me feel good. (laughs) You from a certain area and culture, you know, a certain. You know, I'm Southern. You know, when I, I didn't. We, we ain't talking about that right now. Y'all, we, we talking about Katrina. But continue. Yeah, fried Katrina. chicken. Real fried chicken. Not that stuff you get in that KFC and Popeyes. Get it. You know, oh, I man. need crunch to my chicken. I need seasoning to my okay. chicken. Okay. okay. Real fried chicken. I haven't found anybody that can fry chicken better than me yet. But I'm going to say, you might. Okay. Well, you know, we, we do it in the Drake household. We step it up. Yeah, you know, Southern. So I'm thinking maybe. Hey, you know, you know, you know how I do it. I'll bring something out, test the skills. That's all, I'm all for I mean, that. You know, but my dad's side, you know, they from they they Southern folk. You know, they just had to, you know, move after you know, uh, you know, they hung my daddy. He survived. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. You know what I'm saying? So I grew up, you know. Looking at my daddy with a ligature mark around his neck from being hung, you know what I'm saying? Wow. In Arkansas. So. Oh, guys, what part of the South? And, you know, we all connected. We all have some type of connection. We all- yeah. Then they migrated to Kansas City, Kansas, and then this way. Wow. 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 Okay. So would you cook the whole spread? Would it just be you? Listen. Yeah. If I, if I want it done right I'm going to have to cook it. But, you know, um, I'm convinced there's somebody that can do it some justice. That's not me. So I can just lay back with my feet up. Mm. See, see, I want to lay back with my feet up. So how everything connected together. You know, she still need that relaxation. But, you know. Yeah. But I got to find a person that's going to cook it where I'm not going to be disappointed. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> so, Katrina, we got a few more questions. All right. Let's go. Right. Okay. We're going to close it out. Nice. All right. How would you want people to remember you? I would want people to remember me just being an authentic, loving person because that's who I am. Um, You know, I keep it 100, good or bad. Sometimes I can sugarcoat it for you, but you're still going to be real. Um, But I love people. And the hard part about loving people um, 
and being a giver is people tend to abuse that. Mm. Um, and then you're just like, oh, I'm not going to give anything to anybody anymore. Mm. But you have to realize that's not you, that's them. Mm. Um, and so I, I often have to remind myself, um, you don't stop doing for people because they are terrible. Um, you still have to be authentic to who you are. If you call me in the middle of the night and you need me, go and answer my phone, I'm going to pick up and I'm going to show up. Whether it be getting you out the trunk of your car, helping you with your rent, doing an abusive situation. Like I've got, like my friends are my friends. If I call you a friend, it don't matter what you do, you know, whether you are, you know, in the, in the life, you know what I'm saying? Doing sex work or you are a senator. If we friends, we friends. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we all people. Those are just things you do for work or whatever. And there's no better thing that a friend could do is the ability to be there for somebody when they need them. So that's how I want somebody to remember. Don't right. show up. She's going to be there. And I love it. Okay. Our next question. What changes do you want to see in your culture? I would like for us to actually support one another. Okay. I'm about to get real. Camera right there. (laughs) Listen. Black women have long supported black men. Mm. Stood beside them, behind them, been their helpmate. But can somebody explain to me why we can't get black men to support black women the way black women support black men? That's what I would like to see change. That's what I that's what I want to see different. I would like for black people as a whole to stop being in this oppression Olympics with one another and actually come together. You know, we got this no snitching. We got all these things that is really fucking up our community. I'm sorry. I had to, <laughs> you know, it's and enough is enough. Um, And so those are the things that I would like to see change in our culture um, because it's killing us. Thank you. Thank you. I absolutely agree. I wish I had an answer. <laughs> I mean, I had to get real. No, you know? no, we, we love the real. Like we keep saying, I don't think you had to get real. I think you've been real through this whole That's, conversation. So that just bugs me. I don't understand my my black men. As being a black man, I, I can tell you, I can't give you the answer in total. Only thing I can do is be responsible for my actions going forward. Absolutely. But I do appreciate you coming here on Everything Culture. And it's so unique that you asked that question, uh, whether you, you responded that way. Because the last question we have here for you is Katrina, how can we support you? How can our community, how can Everything Culture, Drake, and everybody else that support Drake and me, how can we support you? Um, I would say by just showing up and being intentional about what you're doing in your community, 
Don't wait for something to happen to decide that you're going to actually begin to want to make changes in your community. If you see something wrong, then if there's nobody else addressing that, then I guess you need to address that. Mm. Um, I think that oftentimes we're waiting for somebody else to do a thing, but maybe we're the ones that's supposed to be doing the thing. Um, I think that For me, what support looks like for me is making my job easier by actually, you know, pressing upon folks to do what they've been elected to do, what they've been hired to do, um, and being accountable to yourself for what you are or are not doing. Mm. Mm. There we have it. We there for it. Trust me. Hopefully right here, this conversation is reaching someone, which I is, I say hopefully, but I know it is. And we would say thank you. So you did it. You've done it. Congratulations, <laughs> Katrina. <laughs> you made it through the making you. You have completed the makers, Katrina, with everything culture. So if the people are looking for you and you're trying to be found, where can they find you? social media wise emails anything of that nature you want to reach out to me johnson trina 64 at yahoo.com i mean one if you do an in-depth google search you'll find me my number is posted i'm not going to tell you it because my phone rings all the time anyway um but you'll find me on facebook under my name katrina johnson uh i'm out there okay. on instagram train bean 17 Dream. Real close people call me Train Bean. I like that name right yeah, there. Yeah, Train Bean. Um, yep. Okay, okay. Well, there we have it. So, I want to tell you thank you again. It's been an absolute pleasure. And we look forward to having you back in the future because you touched on a lot of things I did not know, and especially on some conversations we intend to have in the near future. But, you know, for all of our listeners, um, all of our viewers, all of our supporters and followers, uh, we want to say thank y'all um, deeply from our hearts, from everything culture. Um, y'all know y'all can find us anywhere you listen to a podcast. Uh, and it's everything. It's no I. It's a T-H-A-N-G. So when we say thank y'all, God bless and peace. Mm-hmm.